Welcome to your daily cup of fuel, a podcast series where we talk all things health, wellness, nutrition, marathon training, the road to medical school, body image, and so much more. I'm Kedron Walsh, your host, and I'm so ready to fill your daily cup of fuel with the best and brightest positivity and inspiration, because whatever fuels you, fuels me too. So let's get started. Hi guys, and welcome to this podcast. I am so excited to finally have this launch. It's just, it's been a wild and crazy ride. And it's funny that I'm doing this right now because my voice is like on the cusp of being lost. But, you know, I just really had so much to say and I'm just so excited to finally get to talk to you guys because um, I know that sometimes uh, just a video on Instagram is just, you know, it's not enough and I feel like I don't want to flood everyone's feeds with just videos of my face and me talking about random things that are actually very deep and um, sometimes they just need to be explained a little more. So I guess today with the first podcast, I really just want to talk to you guys about you know, how your daily cup of fuel started and what it even is and what it means. Because I think this account just represents such a huge part of me. And it was essentially something that marks such a huge change in who I am as a person. And and it encompasses so much more than just food or healthy eating and healthy movement. It was just such a distinct change in who I used to be and who I was and who I am now. And I think that's so special. But I also, I just have to share with you guys what it took to get here because it's actually a lot more than anyone thinks and for a while I was criticized for it and I was ridiculed for being on this crazy diet and doing this whole thing just to change how I looked and etc etc but at the end of the day that never ever for once mattered for me because at that point in my life I started not to care what people thought, and I mean, I did care what people thought about me, but now it was like all of a sudden people were saying these incredible things about me, you know, from parents to teachers to old friends and peers and all of these things, but it was based on my character and what I was doing. It wasn't how I looked. It wasn't, you know, any of that superficial stuff, and if it was, I took it with a grain of salt because that's not why... I went through this whole change because it came from being in such a dark place, I think, with myself. And I think every person, but especially every woman, goes through this stage in her life where she is just so self-conscious and she looks into herself, you know, what am I constantly doing wrong? How do I look this way? And, you know, it's just very pessimistic and it's hard on ourselves, but I went through that for a very long time and that kind of mindset was almost encouraged and and inspired by a really, really unhealthy relationship that I was in for almost, I guess, five years. So, you know, I never realized it until one day, I kid you not, I just, I woke up one morning and 
I looked into myself and I was like, Kedron, you're not happy. Like, what are you doing in this relationship? What is it giving you other than you being down on yourself and you putting others down around you? Maybe not like in an external way, but internally. And that's just so, so unhealthy and soul sucking. And you wake up and you should feel so inspired and encouraged to get out and live and to experience and to to do better for yourself and for those around you because you do. You only go around once. And why wouldn't you want to be your best self and have the best people around you? And in order to do that, you've got to be able to lift yourself up first and look inside yourself and be like, yeah, you know, I am worth it. I really am truly worth eating well and moving well and taking care of myself and talking to myself in a positive and healthy way. Because once you do that, I mean, everything you do when it comes to other people, it just radiates that energy and encouragement. And it's so inspiring to know that you feel so okay with yourself that all you want to do is radiate that out to others so that they can do the same. And I think that's quite honestly the most special thing about what I do and why this account started was because I wanted everyone from girls, from older women to men, anyone to feel how I was feeling because all of a sudden I woke up and I got out of this relationship I signed up for my marathon, you know, that was one of my five-year goals, and I just, I started doing life. I started saying yes to life and saying yes to what I wanted to do and to what made me happy and what made me full, and when I did that, everything else just went to the wayside, all of the diets and the restrictive eating and the feeling guilty and bad about myself and and being with someone who was, you know, not putting that kind of mentality down, but rather like encouraging it and being like, oh no, it's okay, like whatever, like you're just feeling this way, instead of having someone being like, no, like stop thinking that way, like you don't deserve that. And then for me to be able to sit there and be like, yeah, you know what, you're right. So I think that it had a lot to do with the relationship I was in, but it also had a lot to do with myself and me not being mature enough yet to to stop treating myself so badly. And it's truly sad to me that our society encourages that kind of behavior for especially young women because it is so incredibly hard to grow up and to become a woman and to go through all of the things that we go through with the added stress of our body image and how we look. And, and quite honestly, the only thing that ever matters for anyone is how you feel. And once I started realizing that that it was okay to not eat how everyone else was eating, to all of those things based on how it made me feel. So did sitting down and eating, you know, way too much pizza or whatever, and then waking up the next day and feeling like, I'm gonna go run six miles because I ate that much pizza. And why, why? Why would I ever want to punish myself, one, for food, and two, for some kind of movement? Why would I put myself in my 
body and my mind and my spirit through that kind of behavior. That's just, that is just absolutely draining. And after a while, I, mean, I think for me, after a while, I think I realized that that's not, that's not how life is supposed to be. And that's not how I should feel towards myself. It should be, you know, being able to think intuitively and eat intuitively to myself and not based on anyone else because Lord knows coming up through the ranks and going through middle school and high school and all that entails, I listened to about everyone else but myself when it came to every single aspect of my life, my wellness, my health. And I think that anyone, if I could give one piece of advice, it would be to just block that all out, even if it's just for a significant amount of time. So that you can focus in on yourself and realize that it's okay to one, be alone, and two, to be so alone when you look inside yourself that you know that what you're thinking and what you're feeling is is right. And and what everyone else says or has to say about that is just their opinion. And I think it's great to take that in sometimes constructively and take it in and and know that you can recognize what they're saying and make the changes if you feel that it's necessary. But also to have the power to know that it doesn't change how you feel. It would just change how you think. And once I did that, I started to gain this confidence and this energy and this love for myself that was renowned. I have never, ever felt this okay and happy and confident and excited about myself in my entire life. And it is one of the best feelings to have that kind of energy because it gives you so much encouragement to get out into the world and to do so much, to learn so much, to accomplish so much, to take so many people along with you on your ride so that you can help spread that feeling because it is so great. It is such a power that so few of us have. And I wish that I could sit down with you and with all of the people who send me messages concerning why I do this, how I stay so motivated, and how this all got started because it is so different for everyone and everyone has such a different journey. And I think that the sooner that your journey begins, no matter where you begin, no matter what it entails, the happier you will be in terms of whether it's you lose a little bit of weight, you hit a little bit of your goals, you start to have great digestion, great sleep, you start getting off of your meds, whatever it may be, whatever your health and wellness goal may be, it has to start with a mentality. And for me, it was a mentality, but it was also a lifestyle change. So like I mentioned before, it was always what other people thought, what they suggested, all of those things. And and that's great. And I love having, you know, the friends and the family to do all of that. But when you decide for yourself how you want to eat, how you want to think, how you want to feel, how you want to move with your body, basically how you want to live your life. And you do it very well in a manner that is very positive and encouraging and sustaining for yourself. You will obviously thrive, but those around you will also see you know, the changes that are happening and how well you're doing. And if they stick by your side and encourage that, then those are your people. 
those are what I like to call your tribe. Those are the people you keep very close and you don't let them go. <laughs> but then you also have the people that step to the wayside and they'll make comments or they'll want to bring you back to where you were, etc., etc. And that's fine. And those people you keep as acquaintances and you can do certain things with them. And I think that's great. And I think to some extent life needs those kinds of relationships. But I think that the kind of relationships that come from those who are in your tribe are so much more sustaining. And I think they are probably the best kinds of relationships to help keep your motivation up because you do rely on those people so much when it comes to everyday activities, to traveling, to school, to your occupation, to so much more. So I think those are the kinds of people that you have to keep around with you. And for me, I love I love the idea of friends and I love the idea of having many of them, but I also really more so love the idea of keeping those close to me who I know are going to sustain me and sustain how I think, how I feel basically how I run my life. And I think for the longest time I tried to be and and tried to accommodate to all of those friends that I thought that I needed all around me at one time to be my quote-unquote tribe. And I lost myself. I really did. I was doing things I didn't like that, you know, left me drained, whether it was emotionally, physically, etc. But at the end of the day, it just left me drained I wasn't happy. So why why would you keep those people near you if they're not bringing you any positivity and they're not encouraging you to get up and go and to do better and to be the best you can be? Because when the going gets tough, you're going to need that tribe and you're going to need those people to help keep you going. And I think that once I was okay with myself, I looked to my tribe next and I started to weed out who I needed, who I didn't need, the relationships that were sustaining me, and really working on them and encouraging them and sustaining those kinds of relationships because that's where I want to put my energy. That's where I want to put my love and my life. And honestly, it kind of improved my relationship with my family because when I was in a relationship, it was relationship, that relationship, all my energy, all my love, all my life, and I wasn't getting it back. So I was left being completely drained from just putting all of my energy into one relationship and maybe that's okay sometimes, but when you're not getting it back, you feel even more so drained from that particular relationship, but also because you don't have anything else sustaining you when it comes to your family and perhaps close friends. So I think that once I had the energy from myself and feeling so great and wonderful about letting go of punishing myself, of feeling bad about myself, comparing myself to others and putting others down, I could work on my tribe and I could I could love them to the fullest ability. And then I got that kind of love back from those people and it just kept me going. And it was so beautiful and I'm so grateful that I've realized this at the age that I am because as I go through the rest of school and medical school and that profession and so much more I need and I love those people so much for being there for me in so many different ways because I do want to lead such a happy and healthy positive life in so many different ways and I need all of those different people to help encourage each aspect of that life that I want to lead. So I think it's really important for you 
And for the people who want to get started and who have come to me and asked where they can get started is to one, start with yourself and to look inside and realize that diets don't work, that comparing yourself to other girls does not work or to other men does not work, that that being mean and punishing and restrictive to yourself does not work. It puts your body in internal stress. And it really does more harm than good. And I could go into the biology and the physiology of it, but I'll save that for a different episode. But really, when you look inside and you just ixnay all of the stuff that isn't sustaining you and filling you with light, then you can look next to the next step, which is your tribe. Who are the people you're going to keep near you? to help lift you up and to help keep you going on your journey wherever you have decided you want it to go. And you know it's obviously going to change, it's going to shift, but once you have that core solid idea of how you want to lead your life, surround yourself with the people and hold them so close, hold them so close and put so much energy and love into those and those relationships so that they can help bring that back to you and help keep you going because it's so unbelievably necessary. So once I had this mentality and lifestyle kind of change in, in my head and how I was how I was choosing to lead my life, I decided that I, you know, I wanted to start this little account. I didn't know what I wanted it to be necessarily. I looked into opening a blog, but I'm really too technologically challenged for all of that. And I'm really surprised that I've gotten this far in the podcast game. So props to myself on that one. But, you know, I had this this feeling in myself, and I, all I wanted to do was share it with people. So I started talking to my roommate, Hallie Cannon, and I, she's really good at branding. And I was like, you know, I have this idea to maybe start this blog or this Instagram. I'm not really sure where I want it to go yet, but here's my idea. And she actually helped me come up with the name of your Daily Cup of Fuel and the first little graphic that I had for it. And if you scroll down all the way of my Instagram, you'll see the first page that that had the first graphic that I posted when I first started this account. And she did a fantastic job on it. And actually, the name of this entire account came from her brilliant idea. So I'm very grateful for that because I'm really not creative when it comes to stuff that's artsy and media savvy and all of that good stuff. Um, I'm pretty type A, book smart kind of person, but I'm very grateful to be surrounded by people who are better at that kind of stuff than I am, so your daily cup of fuel can actually function and be what it is today. But I wanted to start this account because I grew up in a household with a brother with autism, and my mom always looked for different alternatives to help make his life the best and most purposeful that it could be. And a lot of times we didn't want to rely on medicine and what kind of pills he could take to help center in his focus, um, all of this stuff. So my mom looked to a lot of vitamins, a lot of herbal stuff, um, but also just really food. And so I grew up in a gluten-free, dairy-free household and nutrition was a big focus of our life. And I'm really, really grateful for having that kind of childhood and that kind of core value instilled in me from such a young age because I did have that focus on how good 
you can feel based on what kind of food that you eat. So shouts out to you, mom, because I am who I am today because of you. And I think that having her focus our entire kind of life on nutrition really encouraged me to get back to that idea after I figured out, okay, I'm worth it. Okay, I'm going to surround myself with people who make me feel like I'm worth it. Now what can I do to really physically, externally make myself feel that way based on how I eat, how I move, and all of that kind of stuff. So I kind of got back to this idea of nutrition and you know, from growing up looking at my brother and how food affected his behavior and sleep and energy, I kind of wanted to test it out on myself and, you know, look at the kinds of foods that made me feel my best, think my best, focus my best, sleep my best, skin, digestion, etc. Because I've had issues with that all growing up and I feel like every person has gone through this to some extent and I feel like we're always struggling with this and trying to figure this out, but that's how cool the human body is, and it's always changing and always telling us, hey, pay attention to me, you're doing something I don't like, or you're doing something I do like, and here's what I'm doing to show you that, either internally or externally, and I think it's so incredibly cool, and that's probably why I started on this journey of first wanting to change my majors and become a nutritionist and then a registered dietitian and then I took my first anatomy class and then all of a sudden it was doctor and it's just it's really funny how one thing leads to another and it's also really funny that my mom always made a comment to me about me going into the medical field and I always yelled at her for it because I thought I was going to be um, a lawyer or on Fox News as a talk show host so I think life has a funny way of showing you or telling you in subtle cues and sometimes really huge cues what you're really meant to do. So I think that coming back to nutrition and looking at myself as I started to train for a marathon, I started to realize that my body thrived off of eating tons of vegetables and really good lean meats and whole grains and fruits and just really wholesome raw foods that were so meant to be in our bodies from the earth mostly. And I love this saying that's really kind of been my idea and kind of my core value when it comes to nutrition. And it talks about how we should eat more, not less, and eat mostly plants. Um, it goes something kind of like that. But I just really love that mentality because if you look back to our ancestors and our grandparents and how they made everything from scratch and everything came from their gardens and everything was so simple. Food was so simple and I really wish for the day that we get back to that concept because it's so refreshing to really follow that and to really know that your body is, is really complex but it's also very simple in what it needs and what it thrives best on. So I think that you know, society has really pushed us so far away from that. And that's really sad. And we can talk about that in a different episode. But coming back to that idea of just really nourishing my body and waking up, getting ready for a run, eating what made me feel and run my best, and then coming home and fueling my muscles with what made them recover the best. And then, and then so on and so on. And doing doing all of that based on what kind of activity I was doing and what kind of thoughts I needed for that day. Was I taking a hard test? Was I doing a lot of studying? What made me function my best? And when I got back to that idea, 
I was super, super interested in nutrition. I was really thriving off of reading journal articles and watching documentaries and podcasts and just filling myself with knowledge on how food can affect you because I love reading the success stories of people coming off of high blood pressure medicine, whether it be um, someone who had diabetes and had to stop taking as much insulin, whatever it is, just coming away from chronic illnesses because our Western idea and concept is just so wrong when it comes to how we eat and how we move and how that's intertwined with medicine. Um, but just hearing all of those things and people coming back from injuries so much quicker it was just so cool to me to know that food is that incredible and that it affects us that much. And then to go and do it for myself and to feel it and to notice the changes like I've never seen or felt before, that was just so encouraging to me. And I wanted to share that through my account and I wanted to share my energy and my focus on all of those things and all of these things that I've been mentioning. Because I wanted and because I still want people to know that it's not hard and it's not it's not this huge big thing to eat well and to treat yourself well and to move well because your own body and your own life and health revolve around the notion of self and soul and mind and then body and how we treat it externally, how we eat, how we move is so so centered on how well we are going to live and function honestly how long we're going to do all of that so I just wanted to show people that it is it is doable sure it isn't the easy route it's not it really isn't but it is doable and more importantly it's worth it so that's where I wanted your daily cup of fuels focus to be and that's where it is honestly still to this day it's it's changed a little bit because I want to show also what's happening with medical school and all that stuff. Um, but as I was having so much energy and ideas and inspiration for this account, and as I was starting it, and I was, you know, really young in it, my relationship didn't care about it at all, and like had no inclination to help support me and encourage me through it. So that was also another reason why that ended. But I just really took to it and I ran with it, literally, because it was mostly in the beginning me following this regimen for my marathon when it came to my training and then when it came to how I fueled myself. And I think people followed me through that journey and then it became, you know, how I was doing in school and how I balanced everything with the demands of school and working and then now it's becoming, okay, me gearing up for medical school and honestly I hope this account takes me through medical school on that journey and how it can still be done through that and then I guess through being a practicing physician because those steps in my journey are going to be really taxing when it becomes you know a mental game and how do I balance all of the studying and learning you know it's that what I'm doing right now is so minute to what that's going to require so I really want it's going to be my focus to show you guys how to keep it up even through something such as that. So that's also really special. But your daily cup of fuel, you know, it started it started to flourish and it kept going. And I started to get more and more messages and support and people coming up to me and thanking me and wanting more of what I was doing. And, and for that feeling alone... That keeps me going and I I love connecting to people that way and showing them 
and really feeling with them that health and wellness is so fun and it is so worth it and it does not have to be this diet pessimistic I am bad kind of idea that we are so encouraged to follow because that kind of stuff is not sustaining and it won't take you far it will give you your short-term goals of how you want to look but it will not give you the health and wellness that will sustain a healthy happy beautiful life I'm sorry it just won't and I can talk all and all about that but this account has been so special and so rewarding to me and it's not for me to to gain followers because I don't I tag products that I use but that's so you guys can see where I'm getting them from I don't use hashtags besides the one that I have for my own particular account I don't do anything that really promotes myself rather than just living the kind of life that I so know is full of core values and passion and love and energy that is so unique to me so I I'm over it I'm over the comparisons and the me looking to others and seeing what's working for them and why and how that could work for me. I mean, I think that's good to some extent and sure I try it out to some extent to see if it does work for me. But before I would just look at others and be like, yes, that's what I need to do to lose weight or to be my best self and whatever. And if it didn't work, I'd be like, well, what's wrong with me? So I'm just I'm just over that stage of my life. And and I don't ever want to go back to that. Because at the end of the day, whatever works for you should be based off of what you know and what you have tried and what you feel and nothing else because nothing else and no one else matters. And so what I try to do and what I try to emulate through my account basically as a direct reflection of me is that health and wellness isn't stagnant and it shouldn't be comparisons because we don't need a world full of people who are trying to be like each other. We need a world full of people who are so ready to be so unique and so them. So much so that when we look to the health and wellness industry, we have people of all ages and all sizes and all genders and what may have you, knowing that it's okay to personalize your health and wellness and there is no right cookie cutter, shape, size, figure, whatever. So that's why I pride myself so heavily on being so unique and so me because I want people to know that when they scroll through my little simple account that it's so much more than that and that I am doing everything that I can to try and change the way people see themselves but also how they see each other and how we see each other and ourselves through the lens of health and wellness and and what does that even mean and and what does it entail when it comes to products and how to eat and how to move your body and all of those things because it is it is hard and it's hard to see through all of the stuff that is promoted out there so that's why I make it my mission to simplify it to get us back to the basics and to to let people know that it's okay to quite honestly not have it all together sometimes and to not know what you're doing and to not know what the right answer is because there really isn't. And I think each day is new and each day has different challenges and different opportunities that are presented. But if you go into it like I do with your basic set core values, passion, love, life, and light for everything that you do and if you surround yourself with the same kind of people then it's a little easier and you know that no matter what comes your way, you you still kind of have like this baseline of how you're going to approach it. And I think that's very 
that's very reassuring especially when it comes to the health and wellness world. And that's why I think that I've been able to, I wouldn't even say keep it up because it's not like it's something that was ever going to be temporary for me. It was always going to be lifestyle change and it was always going to be something that lasted with me forever because that's just who I am. If I set my mind to something and I make it a part of who I am, especially when it comes to characteristics that I want to hold in my life and the characteristics that I want to share, I'm not going to let go of those no matter what. So I think that if you're trying to start your journey or if you're wondering where to begin, I would say to take a look within and realize what's important to you and not so much things or maybe not even people at first, but what what core values are important to you? Is it grit? Is it determination? Is it passion? Is it energy? Figure those things out. I kind of just listed mine, <laughs> but figure yours out for your own because everything else will stem from that. So for me, it was a breakup that led me to start realizing all of these things that I just mentioned above. One being that I'm important, I am worth it, and two, I should surround myself with people who believe that wholeheartedly and want to do nothing but help me continue to believe that in myself. And three, fueling yourself with nutrition that will only enhance those kinds of ideas and core values and really just drive and passion for the way you want your life to turn out to, to really be. So once you have all of those things together and it's really not hard and it's not some magic solution, it takes a lot of slowing down and thinking about things you know, more on an internal scale rather than looking to someone else. So I can't sit here and tell you what's necessarily going to work for you, but I can tell you what absolutely worked for me. And I know I'm new to this whole podcast thing, but and I feel like everything was coming out of my mouth when it was popping into my head randomly. So hopefully I can definitely get some more conclusive um, flow to this. But for my first episode, I hope this, and I feel like this was pretty good. And um, I hope that my little journey and the story of how I got to here, um, you know, it hasn't been easy. And it's it's been hard at times. And I've lost my way. I wouldn't say a lot, but at points. But no matter what, I've always come back to what I've known is true, and that's that I want to lead the happiest, most fulfilling and sustaining life that I can, and that required me to buckle down and to accept that I have self-worth and that I need people to encourage that in my life, and that I need to fuel myself and move the same way that encourages all of that all together because you can't have health without wellness. You can't have fitness and physical activity without health and wellness. You can't have one aspect and component without the other because if not, you'll be too much of one thing and not enough of the other. So it's kind of like finding this healthy balance. And every day I'm trying to show you that I'm working to find that balance and I'm also trying to show you that you can too no matter what stage of your journey you're on, no matter where you want to go and who you want to be, there is balance in life and it is so, so fun and worth it. And honestly, every day, every day of it is an adventure. And I think that's how life should be because life's too short to second guess the cookie. Life's too short to punish ourselves with workouts. Life's too short to not take care of our mental health 
It just really is. And I don't want to wake up, and I don't want any of you to wake up 15 years from now sitting in a hospital room with some kind of underlying condition or chronic illness because you spent all of those years hyper-stressing over one aspect of your entire, entire being. So take this, take all of this from me and know that you are okay, that you are worth it, and that every day is a beautiful journey. Because when you realize that, as I try to every single day, you will find the health and wellness that you have always and always will deserve. And if you ever, ever forget that, you know exactly where to come. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast almost as much as I enjoyed making it for you all. And I can't wait for all the rest of these episodes because your girl's got a lot to say. Because whatever fills you up, fills me up too. Your daily cup of fuel, you guys. And man, oh man, does she love ya. <laughs> Bye, y'all.